<sighs> so, here I was, standing on a random street corner in Eltingville, Staten Island, on a cold Saturday night. Now, see, I moved to New York City three months ago, and I made my way to every borough. Well, every borough except Staten Island. And to be honest, I was a tad bit scared of this place. Because statistically speaking, Staten Island was deemed the most conservative and the borough with the lowest percentage of black people at just 11%. And see, if you didn't know, I'm a black left-wing liberal from Atlanta, Georgia. And everything from my parents, grandparents, and most of my high school friends were black. Even the locks in my head were influenced by my black upbringing. But here I am at one of Staten Island's most conservative bars at least according to the quick Google search that I did the day before coming here. One of the reviews read, love the pro-American, conservative, pro-Trump atmosphere in this classic Irish pub, mega. Immediately after entering, I noticed how small and clammy this place is. The air is rather humid, it smells like greasy burgers and domestic beer, as though the odor is seeping through the breath of some of its customers. And they converse about sports, life, and who knows what else. And right by the door stands this folk band playing their rendition of the Beatles, Let It Be, which I must admit was kind of comforting. However, this feeling didn't last long. My friend and I look at each other simultaneously and laugh. A laugh, a laugh of uneasiness, because here we are, the only two black people and a bar full of white people in the south shore of Staten Island. And I don't know, I, I can't seem to shake this uneasiness that I'm feeling right now. Maybe maybe it's the fact that I was sipping on a shot of bourbon that was outnumbered by the ample amount of Budweiser bottles in the room. Or maybe it's the fact that there's a black American flag with one blue and one red stripe, placed right below a picture of Jesus. As Jesus appears to be looking right at me with a sense of judgment and disappointment in his eyes. Or maybe my uneasiness stems from the video footage stuck in my head of an unarmed black man killed in 2014 in Staten Island by an NYPD officer after being put in an illegal chokehold. A routine arrest goes horribly wrong and a man seems to die at the hands of the police. The apparent chokehold caught on tape now reverberating across the country. And as mourners gathered at the victim's funeral tonight, the NYPD struggles to address issues fraught with race and public safety. Here's ABC's Ron Claiborne. His name? His name was Eric Gardner. Also, there's a giant benzene flag that's hung up on the dining room wall. Yes, the same type of benzene flag that is commonly used by far-right white supremacist groups during their protests. But that's not it. There's also a sign at the checkout counter that reads in bold black letters, and I quote, unattended children will be sold as slaves. Mm. As if the word slave doesn't have a negative connotation of race already in the United States. After finally finishing up the shot of bourbon that seemed like it took forever to drink, I stood there for a moment to reflect on what was happening. Because the bartender, the hostess, 
and even the customers treated me and my friend with some respect. However, at the same time, I look back around the room and I get a second glimpse of the flags, posters, and underhanded racist humor displayed on the walls. <sighs> and those things were in plain view as well. And I, I just couldn't seem to shake those images from my memory. Onomatopoeia, Sounds Like New York, is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. This episode was written and produced by me, Tobias McCoy. Joanne Farian is our professor and executive producer. Music by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Peter 